And welcome to episode 77 uh, of the Enix Report, recorded on, well, April 1st, so uh, no fooling. Um, uh, Shaggy's here with me in the same room. Yay. Hey, everybody. And um, I I do apologize for parts of the interview last episode kind of kind of being problematic audio wise um, I had to take my tablet and use uh, Recford's light on it and then speak to our guest through a uh, speakerphone because being the musician that he is he you know he has a certain tool set that he has on his computer and he really was not enthusiastic about the idea of installing anything else on his box and I I you know, one can't blame somebody who's used to their tool set. So, um, so anyway, um, figured this week we'd talk about, uh, or this episode we'd talk about uh, all the fun things that happened on April Fool's Day this year, and it seems like it's increasing quite a bit. <laughs> um, no longer is it about, you know, doing little little jinx on people like, oh, your shoe's untied, April Fool's. <laughs> you know, fingering the person's nose. Um, um, like, how, how many things have you seen for April Fool's Day? Oh, good Lord. Well, this is, uh, this is one of my favorite holidays, so I kind of go out there and I look for specific things and uh, like I do every year, I always look for c- certain companies to do something like, for example, Google. Google really went above and beyond this year. Um, uh, Razer, they make uh, peripherals for computers and they make headphones and all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, mice and keyboards, they released something absolutely ridiculous this year. Again, they do every year and I always look for primarily those companies and then uh, Blizzard does stuff usually, and then League of Legends also has like uh, they they released something this year too. Uh, it's kind of a revamp of what they did last year. They just added a extra letter to their acronym. So I mean, there's all there's all kinds of stuff out there. I, I don't have a quantity to it. Well, um, one of the th- you know one of the things I did I did notice is I you know. We're on Tumblr, and I don't always jump on Tumblr every day. I, and I saw kind of a throwback to the '90s to a point, and I was like, <laughs> "It's like, oh, it's a little joke they created." And I, you know, they had a you know spe- special Tumblr page too, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Executive Suite Productivity Edition. Oh, that's cute." Right. You know, um, of course, Tumblr being the website that you waste all sorts of time on, so. <laughs> Um, um, but, um, but going back to Google for a moment, um, the, the whole backwards thing kind of messed with my head a little bit. It's like, uh, <laughs> no. Um, and this one wasn't available on my tablet, but, um, I saw Pac-Man <laughs> and, and Pac-Man is not available in every every area on Google Maps, which. Um, but 
Google Panda, what, what, what's that about? Uh, Google decided this year that um, they were going to create a new product called Google Panda. And the point of it was that it's going to be this uh, uh, buddy that like follows you and goes with you everywhere. The, the arms on the panda. It's an actual like uh, doll kind of thing. That the arms have like uh, some kind of thing where they you can wrap them around your arm and carry them around your arm like in the release tra- launch trailer this year they had this guy running and he looks to the panda and asks him a question and of course just like any other Google device you through Google Now or whatever you ask it a question and it automatically gives you a response and that was the same thing with with the Google Panda but the Google Panda supports up to 50 languages, just like uh, Google Google's now supports. <laughs> it comes in classic black and white, which is the only color that a panda is, and offering two different sizes, the panda 5 and the panda 6, the 6 being larger than the 5, <laughs> uh, following their same uh, uh, design philosophy with like the, uh, the Nexus 5, the Nexus 6, and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, they had a full launch trailer, which was approximately five minutes, and it goes into all kinds of other funny stuff, and the reason for the design, the, the reason why they picked uh, some of the things that they did. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's funny. It's perfect for April Fool's. Uh, and, of course, there's... Um um, there is uh, we're and kind of going down the list here a little bit. Um, I grad I graduated from the University of Central Missouri in 2011, and you know, somewhat proud mule, but but all of a sudden, you know, I see on Facebook somebody sharing their banner for their uh, for their cover image, and it was a squirrel. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was on campus today and. Uh, I was, after my first class, I have my first class at 8 in the morning, and I'm usually kind of like a zombie at that time, so I'm like, I'm getting up, and I go to my class, and it's like one of the most important classes of my semester, so like, it has to, of course, be at the first time in the day, so I go to that, I get out of that, and I, today I went decided to go to the Union and sit around, and I play Minecraft for a little while. Anyway, I'm sitting there, and my, uh, my fiance shows up, and she, she's, she, uh, talked to me for a little bit and then I saw somebody else and when I talked to them they were saying to me hey, saying to me, hey have you, do you know who our mascot is? And I was like no what are you talking about I thought we were the mules and they're like no we're the UCM squirrels today <laughs> like, oh, wonderful it's kind of fitting because there's squirrels all over campus <laughs> all over campus like you can almost trip over a squirrel oh, on campus I, I, I remember the days of walking campus and um, they were you know they'd be going all over the place. Um, I was actually today kind of unrelated. I was at, I was at the, uh, I want to give a shout out to the, uh, UCM animation expression society. Um, they're doing very well. I was actually at a meeting today and I was like, I was pretty impressed with, with the way they were, it was organized, but laid back and it was the right balance of everything. And I'm like, you know, you guys are pretty cool. Keep up the good work. You know, um, something tells me they're going to be around for, you know, for quite some time. Um, they've 
they've technically existed in various incarnations for over a decade now, so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they, they were pulling pranks on each other too, like guy's shoes getting untied uh, when he wasn't looking, and the guy kind of retaliated by taking like a sh- kind of a permanent, I think it was a dry erase marker or something to the guy's neck. <laughs> Back to the guy's neck when, while he was speaking, and and all of all of that, all of that. Oh. It's hilarious. Um, and now, could you imagine taking pictures of that? But those pictures were ASCII-style images. Because, <laughs> well, if you installed MS-DOS Mobile Edition on your Windows Phone, you could have done that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Microsoft decided that they were going to be funny this year, too, which is unusual <laughs> for Microsoft because uh, normally they're trying to be serious and end up being funny or absolutely stupid in the case of uh, Windows 8. Sorry, Microsoft. I had to do it. Um, but anyway, this year they decided to do uh, something and re- reintroduce MS-DOS, but this time for a Windows phone. So you can install it and some of the some of the descriptions from the video that I got to see, which uh, it's on mul- mul- multiple places. I think you can find it on YouTube too, as well. But the f- place I found it was uh, on The Verge, and they talk about uh, it's actual Microsoft employees too. It's not just some random people they go and get. It's actual Microsoft employees saying like, "Oh yeah, I love the black and white text, and uh, uh, I've never had so much power in my hands. That this is just so simple." It's just, just so much stuff. It just—it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious, and it's unusual for Microsoft to do something like this. They—they okay. they went. One of them went so far as to say, you know, there were people who said this is just not a good idea, and you shouldn't do this. And well, we decided to do it anyway. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe shades of. Uh, uh, earlier mistakes from Windows 8. Oh, we're going to do it anyway. Um, uh, but um, apparently you type WI. It even simulates the whole loading things to do high memory. And Cortana has a command line version of herself on there going, prompting you, <laughs> now type this and it'll work. You type WIN and you get you know, you get kind of a Windows 3.1 like interface, touch interface on your, <laughs> which is basically shortcuts to all your your stuff. It's actually, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. Um, if you had a Windows phone, would you? Wait, wait. If you had your venue tablet, you, you still have it, right? Yeah, I do still have it. I've given it to my fiance. Oh, Chris. she uses it primarily now because I've got my MacBook, so I have no use for the tablet really, because I've got my big ass phone. <laughs> right. So, but she she could could she in theory install that on her, or is it only for smartphones? I don't know. I haven't I haven't looked at it. I'm assuming it's probably just a little built in app just to simulate all this, because I don't think they would go as far to actually release a full. On right. operating system to wipe your phone. Right, <laughs> right. No, it's 
more like a launcher type of skin where you're just typing through the touch keyboard and everything else, That's I'm cool. guessing. I might um, have to look into it and see if they did. Because I remember mention, them mentioning something about the technical preview in their trailer. Oh, man. But, um... Um... And, and, yeah. But, um... How many selfies have you taken of yourself? Me? <laughs> not very many. I'm not a selfie guy. Um, usually if I do, it's just I'm being a little goofy or something. But for the most part, I hardly ever hardly ever do any selfies. Um, apparently, for whatever reason, actually, it showed up on Chrome on my tablet and on my phone. <laughs> now, Chrome selfie. I'm like, okay. That's, that's awesome. Um, that, that I... But um, apparently Honda has come out with something uh, that's supposed to do all kinds of things for people who love taking pictures of their faces <laughs> and, and help them in their quest for narcissism. Um, the HRV Selfie Edition. Um, what's that all about? Because I'm like... What? <laughs> Well, I saw this when I was looking, of course, looking through and trying to find all kinds of other April Fool's things. And I saw this and I watched the trailer. Uh, of course, they have a launch trailer for this, too. And the, it was this lady that was driving this and she says she loves her Honda. She absolutely loves it. And she was introducing the vehicle and she was explaining how it is the selfie edition. And the reason why it's the selfie edition is because it's just the same as a normal Honda HRV, which is basically kind of like a, the SUV that they have, like a compact SUV. But it has 10 selfie cameras. 10 um, hands-free selfie cameras. So it's got like one on the steering wheel, one in each visor for the windows, one like where the airbag spot or the glove compartment is on the passenger side. It's got some uh, like in the doors. It's got some everywhere. It's like there's 10 of them. <laughs> and you... It showed her just taking all kinds of selfies and stuff like that. Wow. And I, and I just t took a look at that one. Like, that, that's pretty good. Um, I, I was uh, intending on writing something on Tumblr Tuesday, and I didn't. And all of a sudden, yesterday and today, <laughs> I jump on there, and I see something advertised in the right column. Click here, and it, it popped up with the whole... You know, calculator, uh, little market prices, mainly agricultural related, price of hogs, price of corn. I'm like, oh god. Um, and the little little note scratch pad, which really you, t you roll your mouse over and you, you click and drag to kind of draw little things. Um, and I, I, I was just like, I, w I was laughing on, on the inside. I close, I, you know, and they even have their own Tumblr subpage, which with with nonsensical posts, and it was just like, oh my goodness. Um, and then I, I go back to the normal page, and there comes you know, you know, an animated copy machine with eyes, <laughs> you know, and it you know, their version of Clippy called Copy with two Ps. And 
and some of the, some of the responses out of the thing is is very very accurate. Um, one of the new features, quote unquote, was data, which is sort of a spreadsheet type thing where you input random stuff if you want to, and then when you post it, it posts it as an image. So, um, oh, data, data is my favorite. If you you click the option to ask why why it'll say it, it'll you know just you know sigh and say I don't know. <laughs> it's just <laughs> and you know one of its facts of the day is it doesn't know what it's like to be human um, or something like that. I, it was just <laughs> like I'm here if you need me. Wow, it looks like you're getting a lot of work done, or something like that, or it's just it, it, it it's it's weird um, and funny. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you you I noticed you posted all the pictures of 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 the of their so-called executive suite. Yeah, I was trying to see if I could actually use any of the stuff, and for the most part, a lot of it wasn't. You couldn't do anything with it. Like, they had this uh, note-taking one. I forgot what it was called. Like, text editor or whatever. Scra- and then scratch or... You, you were supposed to take your mouse, sort of, think paint, except more primitive, and you take the mouse <laughs> and, and write with... It's just... Oh, okay. Um, That's cal- why I wasn't getting anything with it. The, 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 the market stuff and the inspirational quote, those were supposed to be complete and utter BS-type stuff. It, but the calculator did actually work. Um, calculator did function. You just click the buttons to do the calculator and and everything else. It was just hilarious. Um, but it it, it was kind of cool. Um, but um, It, it did. It did kind of bring back memories of of the nineties with with the uh, with this various ma- help mascots for Microsoft Office. Now, while while you're um, being productive on Tumblr, oxymoron by the way, um, Amazon has their dash button to instantly order an item based on the item in the picture. So, that, that looks pretty cool. Um, just press and never run out. Buy from Amazon with confidence. Exclusive for Prime members. So, so you, you, so like, there's a button for bounty. I need more bounty towels. Boom! It's ordered. You place it on your... Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, it was absolutely hilarious. They had a trailer for that as well. And, like, say you had it configured to buy, uh, like, paper towels, bounty paper towels. You run out, you click the button... And the next thing you know, you get a notification on your phone saying, hey, you want to order this. Is this true? And you have one last chance to confirm it or deny it. Once you confirm it, it automatically pays for it, orders it, ships it to your home address. 
and uh, it's, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> Which is actually would seem like almost a useful useful thing too. Semi-automation, that's pretty cool. Could be also dangerous. True. Very true. <laughs> like like if little kids were to constantly tap it and tap it and tap it. Because I'm assuming the, the little confirm or deny, if you don't deny it, it'll automatically confirm it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you, some of the things that you found were gaming-related. Um... <laughs> um what if you could use the air as your mouse's surface? <laughs> that would be awesome. Literally zero friction. <laughs> that that was Razor's idea with their latest uh, uh, April Fool's joke. Last year they decided to do uh, what they called the Razor Eidolon, which was a uh, drone that would go around and follow you and uh, watch your entire life and everything else. It had all these other features that would automatically like post it to Facebook and stuff like that. That this year they decided to come out with the the most advanced razor mouse that they've ever had, and they called it the Project McFly. So any of you that are familiar with uh, Back to the Future, uh, this is a bit of a stab at that kind of joke. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, the mouse is was designed to be completely frictionless, so it would float in midair. It had like this, whatever it was, propulsion system based on electromagnetics and the in the the Earth's uh, magnetic field and all kinds of other crazy stuff like that. Um, but at the end of the video, at the end of the trailer, it would show the mouse and like it had a full 360 degree view, and then it had two trails of fire that were green because that's racers color by default for all of their products <laughs> um, instead of f f that looked like fire and then it had a picture of what looked like the uh, flux uh, capacitor from uh, the DeLorean in Back to the Future displaying the date for uh, 2015 of Oct October 1st or 21st at 7.29pm which was if I'm not mistaken the time that Marty McFly goes back to the future and the second back to the future movie <laughs> um, of course there was another mouse from uh, another joke mouse from Coursera where they put the ball back into the mouse after the guy <laughs> takes a hammer to an existing laser mouse to remove the sensor That. Yeah, the, uh, the, that one was the Corsair M63MM RGB gaming mouse. And the extra uh, M stands for yeah, mechanical. The M stands for mechanical. They mention that multiple times in the video. <laughs> they keep the, the, he, he says the model number. He says M63MM RGB gaming mouse. And he says the M is for mechanical. He says it again later in the video, too. But what Thomas was talking about is at one point he says, well, all we did to design this gaming mouse was we took. They have another one that's called the M65 RGB, which has uh, programmable color but uh, color options and stuff like that. And he set it down on a table, and then he said, I'm going to carefully remove the laser. And he put on a set of safety glasses and grabbed a rubber mallet and just hit it as hard as he could on the desk, and it just popped out. <laughs> so they took that, and then like, we're going to put this in it and put the ball in there. It's a trackball. 
and they had a specifically designed uh, technology for their trackballs, which was uh, boron-infused graphene. And, in other words, big. So they had big balls. Big balls for these balls. And one of the, the main researchers for this uh, so-called product was, uh, he said he studied dozens and dozens of balls for this. He's handled a lot of balls. <laughs> Uh, it even shows that that guy, main guy coming out of the men's room with the ball-based <laughs> mouse, which is just like... Um, um, it raises the question, why are you coming out of that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, that, was, that was great. Um, that was great, but, you know, maybe if they had discovered the force like uh, CERN did, they could actually create something even cooler than that but um, with with the, with their collider and everything else um, er, practically everybody got in on the act um, yeah there were there were some others that uh, we didn't mention like uh, uh, if you go to CNN's website they've got a good list of almost everything they've got separate lists also on the website and a different link Um for like the top 10 or top 15 tech company pranks. Uh, uh, there's some from uh, other automotive ones, like we talked about the Honda HRV Selfie Edition, but BMW, BMW sorry, also had something called uh, their Motor Mouth, which <laughs> looks like you take a grill of a BMW and shove it in your mouth for like uh, dental protection. I don't remember what it was. It's hilarious. Uh, and, and then there's also like these uh, selfie shoes that had a slot to stick your phone in your shoe, and it was designed for women. And they would stick up their leg, and it was supposed to, it was designed to be ha- completely hands free, so you could have your hands free, and then you you see these girls sticking up their leg and like hanging out and like doing stuff with their hands. And <laughs> so it's a it's a well I forgot what they called it. It wasn't a shoofy, I think. Instead of a selfie, they called it a shoofy. Um, and and, and in the, there was even a friend of mine who, and 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 he got us. He got all. Of, he got myself and everybody else very very good with this because his girlfriend got in on it too. Um, <laughs> he. He created a life event where he said he was engaged to his girlfriend and and everybody was happy and everything else and she was like I, I thought he was joking until he pulled all the ring I'm shaking and crying and then all of it, then later in the like just recently you know he you know posts an image of Buddy Christ pointing with with some meme basically saying you know you know I'm the king of fools or something like that. Um, basically, he, he got everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, and one of my comments was, he, David Carnegie, you are an asshole for doing this. <laughs> um, I was like, you asshole. And she clicked like on it. <laughs> she was in on it, though, of course. Yeah, and, and they're like, I'm not mad, but I didn't think that was funny. Somebody was like, I'm not mad, but I didn't think it was funny. I'm like, like actually, it kind of was. He got quite a few people. Um, <laughs> With something like that, you can really drag in a lot of people. It's a good, it's a good hook. I, I, I was like, 
I was like, wait, why would you do it on... Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Um, like, I am disappointed that 2600 Magazine didn't do a prank this year. They haven't done any as of late. Um, I remember years ago, you go to their website, and on, a, on April 1st, one of their pranks many years ago was, you know, their their logo in Google's colors with a search engine, um, government search one button and I'm feeling scared with another button. <laughs> or or the this domain has been seized. <laughs> they they did that one year, um, but I haven't seen anything from them as of late unless I missed it or unless they forgot. I don't know. Um, I know there were others. I just can't think of them at the moment. Oh, the Linux kernel being forked into the SystemD project. <laughs> that one was elaborate as all hell. Um, Definitely designed by a developer. A joke designed by a developer. No, because it, it was... It was... Uh, I'm trying to remember which author on DistroWatch did this. Quote-unquote reported on it. Because I don't know. I can't remember if he actually pulled it all off himself or he had um, it was it was labeled under humor they updated it okay and people thought oh my god this is the most horrible thing and then uh, and then discussion part on another website on Elixir they they're like uh, I think we got got Because the guy linked to an actual GitHub and everything else, and but people looked at the dates and everything else, and they're like, um, it was Je Jesse Smith wrote this, so uh, it was pretty elaborate. It didn't say humor before, so um, I, 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 I think he he did it to get people good. He got them good. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the the reference being system D is when you when you start a Unix type system, there's an initialization process where everything's being loaded in memory and all that sort of stuff, and it tells it and it kernels initiated and all that good stuff. Am I describing this correctly, by the way? It sounds correct. Yeah, there's there's uh, there were different um, systems for the initialization of uh, Linux systems, and systemd is one of those, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Gen 2 uses a system which they, they switched to systemd because of uh, GNOME, so anybody that's upset about the whole systemd switch, you can blame GNOME, uh, the GNOME project. <laughs> well, and, and it was, the whole fork in the Linux kernel was kind of it was a reference to one of the their developers irritating Linus Torvalds so much that Torvalds said, um, he's checking with our code and creating errors. No, he does not need to be messing with the code anymore. <laughs> he got tired of... Because he came in... Basically, it's if he has to go in and fix something too many times, then that developer needs to be going somewhere else because... And not so nice terms. And of course, there, there's there's a controversial 
controversy regarding System D because it because it is it's capable of more than just initializing a system. It deals with other things such as logging and among other things, and that that kind of makes it harder to interchange components in and out. And then there's the whole dependency thing with GNOME as well. If you want to install GNOME, uh, it get, has to get installed unless, unless somebody compiles GNOME without systemd's dependencies in it, which, that's a pain. That, that sounds like a pain. And, and Debian is being forked because of that. Debian is the official name. There's, I think they're still... That, that happened recently, the beginning of this year, didn't it? Yeah. Um, they are like... Because they they were about, you know, about choice and all of that. Um, I'm, I'm not partial anyway, either way, about um, System D, because, well, frankly, systems I run now don't use it anyway. Uh, the... L- long-term service edition of Ubuntu uses Upstart, not System D. They, they plan on trying to use it in future versions. Yeah, for now, Ubuntu is sticking with Upstart, which is what uh, Ubuntu has used for a long time, as far as I can remember. Um, the system that Gen 2 was originally using was OpenRC, and all of these use the basic same implementation for uh, startup and Lego. For example, I'll give you just a tad bit of insight. There are different, uh, what are called run levels. And uh, when you, like, for example, you as a user can create, like, shell scripts that will initialize and start some services for you that aren't automatically started. When you install a lot of programs for Linux using their installers, sometimes that happens for you in the background. You don't know about it. It just happens and it works and you don't care usually. Right. So, uh, but anyway, it gets added to a specific run level, and some run levels are one ones de- designed specifically for like the shutdown and restart uh, services. Others are strictly used for like the startup and initialization of this of the system. And in some of your higher run levels, like three or five, that's where you can run the. One, run the advanced interfaces that allows you to move your mouse and click and point and all of that good stuff. And and that's kind of what he was kind of referencing all in one with this joke and Jesse Smith kind of... <laughs> he, he got a lot of people very good on that one. Um, it, it's... It, it, it's just... Oh, man. <laughs> Because people looked at the dates and on on the Linux forums, and they're like, um, "This is likely a joke." It was. It was. It was. I did forget to mention though, um, Google dial-up. Yeah, we forgot to talk about that. I was thinking about that earlier. Google Fiber uh, that's been released in a couple of places around the globe, and a few places in the United States. One being uh, Kansas City, so not too far from here. Um, it's they launched their what, what did they call it? Dial-up edition or dial-up dial, mode? Dial-up mode. Yeah, it would 
slow down your service and whatnot. Oops. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we literally have bugs around this place, but but he 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 um, he squashed one metaf- you know literally speaking. <laughs> um, Fiber is actually now available in Lee's Summit of all places, which oh really, that's even closer to here. Yeah, it, it's it's. Um, I saw an ad in one of the papers, and I was like, "Fiber is come to Lee's Summit." It's like, whoa. <laughs> so, so maybe dial-up mode will expand outward too, <laughs> to uh, so you can get your time back, so that you know you can be like, so you can have time to go make yourself a sandwich while you're downloading it. A whole full-length high-definition movie. <laughs> oh, the, the the good old days of dial-up, and 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 speaking of dial-up, MS DOS Mobile Edition apparently makes dial-up noises when you <laughs> use one of their apps to surf the internet. <laughs> As how cool is that? It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention, um, there's a couple of uh, companies out there that make some pretty uh, pretty uh, awesome free-to-play games, and one of them being Blizzard. Uh, this year I had a hard time. I thought they didn't do anything this year, but they did. I had a hard time finding it. Um, but what they, what they did this year is they decided to release what they called their B-Motes. Or their expression packs for like uh, Hearthstone or anything like that. It's supposed to revolutionize your social experience. So if you're not that big on uh, socializing, you can get one of those and that does it for you. Um, and uh, like there's different ones and all kinds of funny little uh, things here and there. And then League of Legends, which is uh, made by Riot Games also has a mode, which I talked about this a little bit earlier in the beginning of the episode. Um, last year, they they released what they called Ultra Rapid Fire, which it's... Uh, with the, the game's designed to be a MOBA, or a multiplayer online battle arena, and it was actually based on what was a mod for Warcraft 3 called Dota, Defense of the Ancients. And Valve took that up and created Dota 2, and then League of Legends is kind of a spin-off from that. Uh, anyway, it like rapidly decreases your cooldowns and mana costs and stuff like that, and increases the speed at which you can cast spells, attack, and everything else. Which is why it's called Ultra Rapid Fire, so everything gets ridiculous, and you can actually kill someone within seconds. So it's, it's absolutely retarded and not worth anything, but they actually made a separate game mode for people to just go have fun. <laughs> and that's what it's, what it's called. It was called Earth, or Ultra Rapid Fire. And this year, they added the N to the uh, keyword, so now it's Nerf. <laughs> so new Ultra Rapid Fire. Uh, rapid Fire. And they've added some changes here and there, and it's just, it's another one of those things that's just absolutely funny. League of Legends is big on amusement for the players because it's a very large community if anything it's actually bigger than the community for World of Warcraft 
So, and it's and and, and I, I I hear references to League of Legends on occasion. It's and it sounds like a pretty cool game. I I did I may have tried playing it once, and I I don't think I got very far in it, but or did very well in it at all. But um, but yeah, so. I've been noticing that more and more people have been getting involved in April Fool's pranks in recent years, and or maybe I'm just paying more attention, looking for it a little bit more. It's it's kind of overtaking the excitement of Super Bowl commercials in that sense, or, or people looking to see what what people are do, what outrageous messages companies are putting out there nowadays. What what's your What's your favorite one this year? Uh, I don't know. I I think I probably have to go with the Corsair Mouse on this one. It's kind of a tie between the Razor Mouse and the Corsair Mouse. <laughs> the Razor Mouse really gets to me because I, I, I watched the uh, Back to the Future movies as a kid a lot. My brother absolutely loved the third one because it was based on the, uh, the West. and uh, My favorite was the second one because it was in the future and you get these hoverboards and all this other crazy stuff. and. Yeah, that one just kind of touches on my childhood a little bit. And then the the other mouse does, too, because I remember back in the day when we still had trackballs for mice. So, like, you could, you used to be able to, like, when you are in school, you could take the back plate off of the mouse, steal the ball, and put it back on. And people wouldn't be able to use the mouse and really screw with them. You could do that to the teacher and screw with them and stuff. So, uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's kind of a tie between the two for me. I, I personally, I like copy. <laughs> Co- copy just cracked cracked me up um it, it was i mean it, it was pretty cool and the whole whole data spreadsheet type of thing was actually pretty nifty i was able to create a custom em- list and it posted as an image it was really really neat um and and everything else that that was that was hilarious, but um, that that was absolutely my favorite. Al- although I will say that the the whole dog on the stick kind of disturbed me for a moment. <laughs> I'm like, um, no, that's okay. Um, I'll pass. I think that about wraps it up for this uh, April Fool's edition of of the podcast. Um, if you would like to suggest topics, guests, uh, respond to specific episodes, uh, visit thenextreport.com. You'll find out all our social networking links on the sidebar, uh, except for Tumblr, because the theme has not been updated to for the Tumblr button. Um, I may have to play with the theme one day if I get brave enough to try that. Um, <laughs> but... Um, and also six six zero four seven four zero three four five. Leave us a voice message. Um, you could very well be on a future episode of the podcast. Um, so um, I'm Thomas, and I'm Stephen or Shaggy. <laughs> uh, entertain yourself, educate yourself, and pair yourself. I am still working on converting the magazines over. They should be um, done. Um, in the very near future, but uh, I am still working on that, and we'll talk to you 
next time. See you guys.